What's up, guys? It's your boy, the hoodlum, Eric Acting, and you're tuning in to the Three Count Podcast. Enjoy. Welcome, everybody, to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast, now entering the ring. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, and I am here with one other individual. He is on the roster. You know him. You've seen him. Sometimes you'll see us making fun of him because he is the king of naps. He's the one who sleeps at night. And we like to call him Q. But you guys know him as JJ. Oh, 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 wrong thing. Okay. Uh, um, I like to thank the sidewalks, keep me up the street. Dangerous times out here. Um, I watched the review, and I'm tired of you guys making fun of me. Cliff. <laughs> Chaz, Showtime. I'm tired of all you. But anyway, uh, there's a revolutionary war going on outside, so make sure you guys are locked and loaded. Chitty, chitty, bang. Murder everything. That's all for me. Bro, we about to erase you off this podcast, then. <laughs> so, as always, this is now entering the ring, ring, which means one thing. We have a special guest for you today. In the hot seat today, you can see him. Well, on my screen, he's right here. But he is the man. He is greatness. You know him as Dorian Black. What's up, guys? How's it going? Dude, it is going awesome. I'm so hyped that you decided to come on the show with us. Oh, man, I'm, I'm psyched to be here. This is awesome. Yeah, so we have been – we so normally, I mean, with our guests, we like to talk to them, too, just kind of make things kind of ease, man. I really feel like we've never met. And I really feel I was like, yo, man, this is a this is a man I haven't seen in a year. And I <laughs> <laughs> I know the feeling, man. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so typically, man, uh, we usually have like three or four people on the show. Obviously, it's me and JJ today. So we're just gonna ask a bunch of random questions to you, man. And then um, like always, we have the world famous 10 count questions. And we will ask you those questions after all of our fun questions. So first question coming up for you, man, is who is Dorian Black? Dorian Black is, oh, geez, that's a good one. Uh, independent wrestler, big man, don't wrestle like a big man, move around, do some crazy shit. And, uh, that's it, man. I, I, I do my best to make give everybody a good show. I can, I can dig it 100%. One of my favorite questions, I like to ask everybody this because I feel like every wrestler I've ever asked this question to, they have a different story and a different answer. So I'm very curious. What has been your favorite fan interaction? Oh, geez. There's been some good ones. Um, you know, of course, you know, you love the kids. The kids are great. Uh, the kids have really kind of going nuts over the past like year or so. I, I didn't realize how much of like a following of kids I had. And then all of a sudden they get done with the show and I get mobbed by like, bunch of, and I'm obviously I'm gigantic. So I got a bunch of little kids like grabbing at my knees and stuff. And I'm like, oh, God damn, little ones everywhere. <laughs> um, so the, the kids are always great. Um, and then you get the, the, the crazy fans every once in a while that are super fun. Um, you know, uh, I had, I had one guy who was trying to pick a fight with me, with other wrestlers, and trying to. It was, it was great. He was, he was posting everything on Facebook, 
sometimes start these like fantasy matchups. And then we weren't sure if it was a work or who was actually trying to get us to street fight each other. I don't, I, I don't know what the hell he was doing, but yeah, it got, it got kind of out of hand, but it was funny. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny, man. I was at a show and um, I saw a fan was talking to, he was talking to Vam, Vam Williams. And he told him, he was like, I could take you, I could take you in a ring. I know this is fake. And I swear to you, standing right next to this man, I was like, I want to chop you in the chest just one time, just so that you can be like, maybe this is got some pain to it. <laughs> I mean, you can't fake. You, yeah, that's what I always, anytime somebody wants to say something about it being fake or something like that, I'm like, like, have you seen somebody's chest after I chop? Like, my whole hand is on their chest. It doesn't get there by, by just touching it. Like. I gotta hit him pretty damn hard. So yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not fake. Yes, I have seen some of the guys you have chopped. I have seen the welts after the match. Looks like someone just, it's, it's weird, like seeing guys who get chopped, like by people like yourself, as well as people like, um, uh, like Walter, right? Because there's like three levels of red that you see. It's like that pink, there's like deep red, and then you have like scar red <laughs> you're <Yeah>. like <laughs> those are some of the chops i've seen you throw and i'm like yeah i don't i don't ever want to be hit that hard like ever. oh yeah we had we had uh the uh the outbreak um we did, there was an outbreak uh, battle royal and oh there was there were some bad ones in that, in that one that was we a couple of guys got it just to the point where it was we were all in there for a while and it was just the crowd was going nuts for the chops, so we just kept playing them in. A couple of guys, I felt bad for because they took they took five or six good ones, and I was just like, "Yeah, gotta give the fans what they want." <laughs> what? Okay, so tell me about like either one of the hardest chops you've ever thrown, or one of the hardest chops you've ever heard. One of the hardest chops I've ever heard. Um, I wrestled with a, a guy at um, the company called CCW, uh, Mr. Ping, and he he got some of the craziest chops I've ever seen. Like he'll he, he'll light people up pretty good. Um, as far as me, uh, oh, I was working uh, Ron Holiday uh, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I gave him. I, I I cracked him pretty good. It was a double-handed one. I just, yeah, it was. It was. It was. We were out. We were shooting outdoors, and it was like easier to hang off the trees. Like I, I, I cracked. <laughs> oh, it just. It's it's those chops that you hear. Like I'll tell you. Um, I'm gonna end up dating myself, man. But I was in Lusk, Wyoming, at a WCW event, and I was in the very top of the Raptors, right? So if you guys know the movie Ready to Rumble, just kind of picture. Yeah. I was Gordy. Just kind okay. of idea. Right. I heard Chris Benoit chop a guy, and it sounded like he was right here, like right oh. next to my ear. That's how loud it was. And we were probably, I, I God, man, two, 300 feet away. It was the loudest chop I've ever heard in my life. And mind you, I love listening to Walter throw chops. And I was like, yeah, Chris was definitely right there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the Walter's chops are 
Yeah, those things are nasty. Yeah, he's 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 not someone that I could ever imagine um, getting chopped by ever. I've I've seen some people try to brave that man. Um, I don't know if you I don't know if you listen to other like other crazy podcasts, but uh, Russell Talk, they had to uh, uh, sometimes yeah. So they had a, the loser of one of their events. They tried to get Walter to chop them, and oh. Walter's publicist was like bro, he literally can stop your heart by chopping you. I was like, yeah, that's not a place that I want to be. Yeah, that's that's definitely one thing. I don't know if I would – yeah, I don't think I'd ever chop a, a fan or, or something like that just just in case. Like, that's that's one of the – yeah, you're going to – there's a solid chance you're going to hurt somebody, especially if they're not ready for that. Yeah, it's – yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. So another good question I really wanted to ask you too is like, who's been one of your biggest inspirations prior to getting into wrestling and one of your inspirations that now that you've been in wrestling for as long as you have been? Um, well, biggest inspiration before, uh, I gotta say was, was the rock. The rock's been my favorite wrestler since I was, oh, as long as I can remember, honestly, like, um, so that was that was kind of what originally like really got me into it like really really hooked me um since i've been in i mean that's that's tough to say i've met a lot of really 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 cool people who have taught me a lot of really interesting stuff um i don't know um man fernandez was great um, he, he came up to, uh, I trained with Rob Noxious. He came up to Rob's school. Uh, we ended up working a couple of shows with him down in, um, South Carolina a few years back and he was awesome. Um, just, it's crazy. You see some of those guys who have been around for so long where they just have, you know, they've forgotten more about wrestling than you're ever going to know. That kind of thing. Like he, it, it was, it was wild. Um, Rock and Roll Express, I got to meet them. That was, that was just I didn't, even, I didn't even know what to do, but that was, they were, they were amazing. Like that's, that's one thing that I think has been surprising for me is, you know, you always hear the horror stories like, ah, oh, these old vets, uh, somebody's a dickhead. Somebody's a, I gotta say, as far as I'm concerned, I've had, I, I can't think of one like bad interaction I've had with one of these, like, you know, these old school legends who are just like, they're always they've always been great always been you know more than willing to share their knowledge and and, and help you out and they're just it, i've been very very uh very fortunate to have a lot of really good interactions with some really cool people oh that's awesome man so i'll let jj ask some questions and go from there all righty hello mr dorian so uh my first question would be uh let's say we had a time machine right yeah. And we fast forward five years. So where do you see yourself in five years? Hopefully, uh, as long all, all pandemic things aside, um, I want to be in Japan. Japan's been the, been the dream, uh, since the, since the outset, that's, um, that, that's kind of been my thing. Um, you know, obviously, I'm not gonna. I wouldn't shy away from working for you know some of the some of the big American companies, but uh, yeah, I think I think Japan is really 
really what I want to do. I, I'm always, I love the Japanese fans. I love the style. I love all that stuff. Um, you know, talking about the chops and stuff. Like, I love that strong style, that kind of old school. And, um, yeah, that's, that's like, that, that would be the goal, Japan. Uh, it's cool. I, I like Japan, too. So uh, my next question for you would be, what's the best advice you could give to up-and-coming wrestlers coming into the industry? Um, best advice, I would say, <laughs> uh, don't hold on to your first gimmick for too long if it ain't working. Um, when I first came out uh, a couple of years ago, had this gimmick, I had this big crazy idea. I had written all this shit out and I had this it was, uh, it was it was ridiculous. It was it was a little bit of Bray Wyatt with a little bit of like Rosemary from TNA. It was, it was all this crazy shit mixed together. And um I had this huge grand plan. I was gonna give these like huge crazy promos and these and all these special and I was like, okay, this is indie wrestling. There ain't that many special effects. I'm not gonna get 20 minutes of promo time and I don't feel like talking like a creep all the time. And it just, it got to be this thing where it was like, you know, and I dropped it and I'm, I'm so glad I dropped it because the Dorian Black thing has been going so well. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's the, that's the number one thing is like, you know, you have that, that sort of like crazy dream gimmick in your head when you first get into wrestling and then you realize that like, it might not actually work for wrestling. Like it works for the, the crazy fantasy you have in your head, but like it doesn't actually work when you put it in a ring and you put a mic with it. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, so I segue to my next question is going to be, um, what's the worst bump you've ever taken? Luckily, I will say, luckily, I'm, I'm the big guy. So luckily, usually I'm the one giving <laughs> that people are telling of the bad bump stories. Um, I mean, we yeah, I've, I've I've thrown people out of rings. I've thrown people over shit, through shit. So I mean, uh, yeah. But probably the worst one if I had to pick, um, yeah, I hit with a shopping cart once at a show. It was uh, <laughs> it was a tag team hardcore fans bring the weapons kind of thing, and we're. And they brought those fans brought some pretty pretty interesting weapons. They were different. Um, there was a shovel in the ring, which I was I promptly kicked out of the ring as soon as I saw it. I was like, I don't care what happens, I'm not getting hit in the head with the shovel. That was that was like my whole goal for the match was to not get cracked in the head with the shovel. Um, but then we ended up outside the ring, beating the hell out of each other. I think a couple of cookie sheets, uh, probably a stop sign or something, and then. Um, I'm down, and I see I see the guy I'm working about 25 feet away from me with the shopping cart, and it dawns on me that I don't know how to take a shopping cart. So I'm like, all right, let me figure this out. Well, he comes running at me full tilt, and my dumb ass puts my elbow up like this and catch it in the elbow. My whole arm goes numb. I'm rolling around on the ground. I'm like, what the hell? And, and instantly, as soon as it hit me, I was like, why don't you just put it, just let it hit you in the shoulder? Like, the shoulder would have been fine. I would have rolled over, been been perfectly fine. But instead, I can't feel my hand. My arm's swollen up all the shit. And uh, we got the rest of the way through it. But 
you know, learn the hard way. That's how you, that's, <laughs> if you're going to get hit with a shopping cart, don't put your elbow up because it'll suck. <laughs> Wow, that, that's a that's a that's a funny one because when we usually get the worst bump questions, that never popped up with getting hit with a shopping cart. <laughs> yeah, that's a first. Yeah, honestly, the the bad bump stuff, like I had, I think the the second worst one would be I had we had um, like a miracle unbreakable table at a show, and and it was uh, it was an outdoor show, and it was a tag match. Um, they get my tag partner up on the up on the table. One guy comes off the top, and now the table's outside the ring. And he comes off the top rope, boom, hits it, nothing happens. So my my tag partner's about half my size. So they're like, oh, throw me on there, and you know uh, it'll definitely break. He's big as hell. So uh, Rob Noxious actually, it, it was who I was working. He goes up to the top rope, big splash off the top into the table. Thing still doesn't break. Now Rob is not is not a small man, nor am I. And that damn thing, I don't know. I'm not sure what it would have taken, but you know, about 700 pounds <laughs> was not enough to break that damn table. And believe me, tables hurt a lot worse when they don't break. Like I've gone through tables that break before. Going through it's like cushion, honestly, in the ring. Like going through a table that breaks, really not that bad. If it doesn't break, it's horrible. Because <laughs> your body just takes the whole thing. It sucks. <laughs> oh, that's that, that's hilarious. That's that's hilarious. That's 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 a really funny story. And my um so my final question for you would be when this is all said and done. What do you want Dorian Black's legacy to be? Um, I really, I want people to remember the stories. I want people to remember the athleticism. Um, I think that's that's really what I pride myself on. I don't since the um, since the day I started wrestling, the, the day I started training. Um, I told, I asked my trainer, I was like, Hey, I know I'm, I know I'm huge, but like, I don't want to work like a big guy. I don't want to just be, you know, your classic, um, you know, choke slam, big yelly guy kind of thing. Um, so I think that's, that's one of the things that I, I, I my, my finish is a, a shining wizard. Um, I like, yeah, I do big, um, you know, I do big drop kicks, stuff like that. Like I, I like I like to kind of show off a little bit and and I, I you know, I've luckily I've been kind of blessed with that athleticism, so I'm able to do some, some cooler stuff. So I think that's um I think you know, just being able to put on a show and entertain people and give them their money's worth and um yeah. But that's pretty much it. I just I, I like I, I love entertaining people and I love being out there with the fans and stuff. So as long as I'm putting on a good show, that's what I want to be remembered for. Respect that. I respect that. All right. So I'm just going to ask this question. What's the hardest you've ever been hit? Hardest I've ever been hit? Um, with or without a weapon? Why not both? Both. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
hardest I've ever been hit without a weapon. That one, that one I remember pretty clearly. Um, it was, I just started training um, and they had a guy come in. Uh, we were learning clotheslines and for some reason that bump was like a killer to me. I couldn't, I couldn't get it. And this guy's uh, finish was the clothesline from hell. And they were like, okay, get ready, get in there. They're like, because with clothesline bumps, like once you get it, you get it. But before you get it, you really don't get it. Um, and they were like, just, you know, take it, tuck your chin, like, you know, the, the usual wrestling. And, um, oh, shit, he hit me so hard. I literally, I was laying on the ground looking up. I saw him like, the old Rocky shit where you like trail and do this. <laughs> and I was like, damn. Now, mind you, I played football for damn near 15 years. And like, I played, I played Division One football. Like, I, like, I've been hit by some big ass people. And that shit still was one of the worst I've ever been rocked. Like, he, I didn't know. I, I was like, okay, give me, give me a minute. Like, I was, I was completely out of it. And then the uh, hardest I've ever been hit with a weapon um, <laughs> was actually with a stop sign. Um, working a match, it was a, it was a, it was, what was it? Some crazy thing. Oh, it was a no padding, like just wooden boards match. Oh, God. And it was a hardcore, it, it got crazy. I, I think I ended up going to a table at the end of it. But, um, it's always the shit you don't see coming that, that was really get you. So I'm working, I'm working this guy, working this guy, working this guy. And one of the guys who, uh, he, he, he's around the company sometimes. He's not always there, but like, like a fan favorite type. Um, like, I don't, I don't even think I realized he was at the show that night. And all of a sudden, I hear like a like a quick like gasp from somebody near me, and it's not not nearly fast enough for me to react. And then I just feel this whack, and I got cracked in the back with this damn stop sign so hard. And I just didn't know. I was like, who who even? I didn't know who hit me. I was like, I rolled over. I was like, what the? Where did you even come from? Like you just yeah, you cracked me good. Um, yeah, that that was probably the worst one with a weapon. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun at all. Like, I don't want to be cracked in the back with a stop sign. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where it's, <laughs> like I said, like, as a big guy, I get lucky. I don't have to take some of those really crazy, like, I'm not taking the Jeff Hardy bumps. Like, I'm not taking the, the crazy shit through, you know, three tables and flying off the top of, um, you know, like, ladders and stuff. That's not really my deal. But you end up taking a lot of, a lot more, like, bad ones. Or not like bad ones, but like a lot more like little bad ones because you have to, you know. Like I've always said, like when I wrestle people, like if you gotta hit me to make it look real, hit me. Like I'd rather you, I'd rather you be a little too stiff and tag me a couple of times than go way too light and just whiff on punch and just stupid shit because I that's I, there's nothing I hate more than wrestling looking fake and looking fake, yeah. and embarrassing the business um and so you know you end up taking you end up getting cracked with stuff when you're big because you got to make it look like it hurts so they just make it hurt <laughs> and it is what it is but yeah i think that's that's the that's the one downside to be a a big dude is you get end up getting smacked 
300 times with stuff. Like, I, I think I got there was some show where it's, there was like a peak out at the end. I got, I was the baby face. I got jumped by like this whole stable of heels. I got hit in the back with a chair like eight or nine times. Like, they just kept, like, everybody just kept, like, <laughs> just tagging me. But it was, you know, you it hurt for a couple of days and you're fine. It's, it makes for a good show. So it's all good. Yeah, it's like, um, I'm not gonna lie, man, like training now, like that's something I've been working on like a lot is just like learning th to throw a working punch. And everybody says it's the hardest thing to learn. And by God, like they're right. It is so hard. Oh yeah, that's that's definitely probably, yeah. Because uh, it, it, it is, because there's, you gotta find the fine line of, you know, it looking real and not actually knocking people out. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not, I may have I may have hit my friend one time uh, by accident <laughs> in the face. Hey, hey, we've, all, we've, all, we've all been there. I um, I almost I almost accidentally knocked out a kid at a show, like completely completely by accident. But uh, yeah, he he came he came running up, and I just thrown this like big haymaker right hand, and he was just on me before I could really like cock my arm back so I threw my left and I didn't realize just how close he was to me <laughs> and was just like bam and just tagged him and he just kind of dropped to his ass and looked at me and I was like oh it was a little too hard but <laughs> 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 I was like I was like shit uh, I definitely definitely hit him we'll just call that one spud because I'm throwing potatoes sorry bro <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so We'll get into the world famous 10 count questions, sir. These questions, it's first thought, not that hard. You cannot fail. As we have mentioned, we've had uh, some interesting answers on this show based on those questions. So let's put our imagine time, imaginary timer up. Bing. You heard that, right? There it was. Yeah, let's do it. So first question off the bat, SmackDown or Raw? Uh, SmackDown. Favorite candy? Uh, Reese's. Early bird or night owl? Night owl. Pepsi or Coke? Mm. Yeah, Pepsi. I don't drink a lot of soda. What pisses you off? I mean, I feel like I feel like I have some pretty uh, some pretty good patience, but um. Yeah, probably assholes in traffic. That that I got the you know that classic road rage shit. So yeah, that that's probably probably one of my good triggers. Oh, you know what? If there's okay, pause the timer. There's one thing that I can be like, I can agree with you. Yes, if there's one thing that coronavirus did for us, was show us that hey, you know what? When people stay home, there are a lot less accidents, and that means there's a lot less assholes out there driving. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, and I'm always like, well, because I, I always get pissed because I'm like, I'm like, yo, if you realize how damn big I am, like, because I'm not that type, I'm not aggressive, I'm like the chillest person, but I'm always when I'm driving, I'm like, motherfucker, if you knew how big I was, you wouldn't be driving like that. <laughs> I so I'll even tell this fun story, right? So this last week I was driving and uh, I legitimately looked over my right shoulder, saw my blind spot, no one was in it. I go to pull in. All of a sudden I hear, and then this dude like 
just pulls up next to me and he stares at me like I'm a fucking dinosaur and it's the first time he's been in Jurassic Park because he's like this. <laughs> I was like, I, I low-key looked at him and I was like, the fuck, buddy? <laughs> and then he was just like, I was like, go fuck yourself, bro. <laughs> if that guy is listening to this show, yeah, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. That shit's so, it's so fucking dumb. Like, what, you're going to sit there and I mean, like, we're both adults. We're not actually going to fight. So what, you're going to glare at me and do nothing and then, you know, that, okay, if, you, if that makes you feel better to fucking glare at me, then go for it. I was like, I was like, bro, you're in a government vehicle, okay? I know that you're, you're I know where you work. <laughs> Go talk to your boss. Goddamn Air Force. I may have served in that. Maybe <laughs> um, start the timer back up. Yes, timer, go, yeah. Last show you binge watch. Oh, um. Actually, uh, I got hooked on uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved True Crime. They do these two guys. They do uh, they do true crime analysis, and then they do a supernatural version where they go and do like haunted like haunted houses and shit. I probably watched like forty episodes of that shit back to back. It was it, yeah. I got told I totally went to a hole. <laughs> Favorite holiday? Uh, Halloween. It's a Friday night, and what are you doing? I'm either training or I'm probably chilling. I'm not a big like I'm I'm too old to keep partying, so <laughs> I'm usually hanging out or I'm in training. I mean, we train every Friday night, so I'm usually in training. Um, my knee laid up. Uh, I missed a couple of weeks, but uh, yeah, that's probably what I'm doing. <laughs> probably training. Would you rather be too hot or too cold? I would rather be too cold. And everybody's favorite question, my favorite question of all time, favorite curse word. Oh, uh, fuck for sure. Yeah, that's right. It's universal. I mean, it works for everything. So I keep telling everybody, I was like, if you have not heard of the history of the F word on oh, yeah. YouTube yet, please go best thing ever in the world oh, yeah. it's amazing it literally I, I don't know a part of speech it doesn't work for i mean it's just it's fantastic <laughs> i love like in the description how it was like you can insert it into other words absolutely fucking believable i was like i i got in, i got in trouble actually with jj's mom because i was like you can use it for every word in the sentence Fuck the fucking fuckers. <laughs> Tell mom I said sorry. <laughs> but, um, do me a favor, man. Plug all your social medias and where people can find you and reach out to you. Um, you can find me on mainly if you want to get a hold of me, uh, merch, anything like that, um, at Bulletproof Black on Instagram. Um, Dorian Black on Facebook and well, I got a Twitter, but I don't use it. So if you, if you see me tweet, you know, DM me, whatever it is, I don't know. I don't use Twitter, but uh, yeah, Instagram is my number one thing. So uh, yeah, Bulletproof Black on Instagram. Um, if you need merch, you want to book me, whatever it is, that's where you can find me. 
or we just want to say what's up. Bad. There you go. So, with that being said, this is the Three Count Presents, now entering the Mandorian Black. I am Clifford Red Dog Miller with the Napster. We will catch you later. So, either tune into the next episode and be there or be somewhere else. Hey guys, it's the host of the Three Count, you know, Chaz Evans here. Make sure to let you know that I don't run shit, I don't do shit, I just talk shit. And uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Um, what else did you do? You should also follow us on all social medias. That's the Facebook at Three Count Podcast, the Instagram at Three Count Pod, and the Twitter at Three Count underscore Pod. Also, if you like us a lot, a lot, you should definitely buy a, a t shirt at prowrestlingtees.com slash Three Count Pod, and that's the number three. Don't be an idiot and type in T H R E E. Because you're not going to find anything. So make sure you follow us at 3CountPod or 3Count underscore pod on Twitter and buy a shirt. Be there or be somewhere else.